Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. This is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us through every day. Learning to fill up on him so that we can pour out to all the people around us. And all to bring him more glory. I'm so glad you're here. And let's dig in to set the stage for the podcast today. Last week, we were talking about big decisions and the stress that they sometimes bring. But there are times that God has us in a place that feels like a wilderness. And we know we're supposed to stay right here, but it feels so lonely and hard and restless. And we'd rather, quite honestly, be anywhere but where God calls us to be. And life just feels like a wilderness. So today, I've invited my friend Kara to chat with me about this, and I'm so excited to have her with us. Um, hi, Kara. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Hey. Um, you can tell us a little bit about yourself so that my Hi. friends get to know you. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for having me today. Yeah. And um, I've grown up in central Illinois for most of my life, and I became a Christian at age 18. Okay. Um, I went to the school at the University of Illinois, and I have a degree in math education. I then got married to Brian and I've been married to him for 20. Wow. That's great. And then after we were married, we actually lived in Columbus, Ohio for four years while he furthered his education. I've also been blessed with three beautiful children, ages 21, 18, and 13. And I've had the privilege of homeschooling them through most of their school years. And probably the most exciting thing that's happening to us is I get to be a grandma in December. And we're super excited about that. But you're not so. old enough to be a grandma. I'm just well, going to put that out there. <laughs> if 47 is young, then I'm excited to be a young grandma. So. Awesome. Anyway, That's great. And I'm super excited to be with you today and to share what God has taught me in the past years. Okay. So there has been some seasons in your life that God has told you to stay. And it feels like a wilderness. Is that right? Yes, that's definitely true. I think that God places his children in situations that he may ask us to stay in or in situations where we don't seem to have a choice. Mm -hmm. And in my situation, God has not released me to move from the situation I'm in, but I have learned to be content in this place. And that's why we want to talk to you. So my first question, why does God have wilderness seasons for us? Well, before I go into the why, I think God puts us in these seasons. Um, I would like to tell you uh, to define wilderness. Wilderness is a place or a situation you're in, and it feels really, really hard. And it's not easy. And you don't see an end. At times, it feels hard enough that you wonder if God even listens, does he even care, or is he even in it. And... Mm-hmm. I don't know, some examples might be sickness, mm-hmm. financial difficulties, maybe you have an undesirable job, mm-hmm. or maybe your marriage just isn't going quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, your children are being rebellious and you don't know what to do with them. Or maybe you're in a desert of spiritual instruction. You just feel mm-hmm. like you're not being fed. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, I think we've all been there at some time or another. I mean, your list was 
hit some of us, I'm sure, hit me. Yeah, there's a lot of other things that can go on that list. And, right. And, right. But yes, for sure, we've, we've all been in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why, um, mm-hmm. to answer your question, mm-hmm. is probably just as basic as we think. Um, to grow us to be more like Jesus. And if mm-hmm. we try to skip out, then we will be missing out on a sanctifying and purifying time in our lives, even a preparation for something to come. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so um, actually, this is kind of timely because I'm in a Bible study right now with some other ladies and mm-hmm. the study we're doing, it's called One in a Million by Priscilla Shire. Okay. And I would highly recommend this study for anyone, especially if you feel like you're in a wilderness time, because she actually goes through what a wilderness is and, and how to get through it. And you're doing and that I'm right not, now? Yes, right now I'm doing that. And I, <laughs> that I'm not timing is awesome. So yes, it is. I'm not, <laughs> we're in the middle. So wow. I'm sure I'll learn a lot. So, but in this study, she states, that the wilderness is a blessing meant to help us see God more fully and completely. To help us love him more, more wholeheartedly. And to show us the importance of committing to him above all else. Wow. We must learn dependence and faithfulness in God no matter what we face. And she also states that every wilderness is compiled of one test after another. Each is designed to better reveal the truth of who God is and who we are in light of him. I think in these statements, she pretty much sums up the answer to the why God has wilderness Mm -hmm. seasons for us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good. So we know these seasons are going to come. How do we walk through them with our whole heart? Well, in your last podcast, One of your points was to be in a place where God has you with your whole heart. And you talked about being all in and that we shouldn't try to run. And so the big question is how. Mm -hmm. And I would say that in my experience, um, it was lots of prayer and giving up of self. Not very fun. No, giving up of self is really, really hard. It's it's not Mm -hmm. fun. Um, sometimes it's so hard because we had in our minds and dreams what our life would be like, but God in his infinite wisdom had better dreams and visions for us. So I feel like we, a lot of times have to let go of our quote dreams, the things we think were supposed to happen in our lives. Mm -hmm. Like perhaps we never envisioned ourselves or someone dear to us to have a physical sickness and we've gotten pretty bitter at God for that Mm -hmm. or we've dreamed of this perfect marriage I mean all of us dream of our marriage being this way Mm -hmm. or that way Mm -hmm. and it's really been downright hard Mm -hmm. or maybe we're in a spiritual desert and we want to be fed but we attend each church each Sunday and we expect the spiritual Mm -hmm. to be spiritually satisfied every time and Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think in all these situations, we have expectations about our, what our lives are supposed to be like. And if it would all line up with what our expectations are, 
would we ever really need God or would we need to rely on him? So as we journey through these wildernesses, it's really about giving up our own expectations and dreams through lots of prayer and coming to the realization that the more we surrender, the more we are fulfilled by God in ways that we could never have obtained otherwise. Mm. We're being sanctified, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's another thing is it's, it's really about changing our perspective on life. Because God really wants to do big things to you and through you in these hard times. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, I have another quote from Priscilla Shire from this Bible study. And I actually just wrote it on a chalkboard in my kitchen this week. And it says, you can't see miracles unless there is an impossible situation you can't figure out for yourself. Wow. That's so true. And during those wilderness seasons, we're surrounded by things we can't see. I mean, we can't see ourselves through. That's right. Impossible stuff. Wow. That is good. Okay, so what would be a good start for someone who knows they're in this season? Maybe someone who's been running from a situation, someone who's bitter, complaining. Eh, I mean, we sound like we're talking about me here, but um, well, me I too. find myself <laughs> <laughs> so like someone dragging their feet sometimes. What would you what would you tell someone who's going through this right now? Well, I think we've all found ourselves in spots where we're bitter and complaining. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just the reality. And, but it seems to me that when someone is bitter or running, um, at least what I found for myself is I don't feel like I have purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and running from a place where God has you is never, ever the answer. Because um, Satan wants us to think we're all alone and that we're in this hopeless situation. So we need to run. Mm-hmm. But, the problem with running is we take ourselves with us and hmm. all of our dreams and all of our expectations. Mm-hmm. And so th- that all goes along with us. So we're not really right. running away from anything. Right. Um, we have not surrendered oh. to self and let God take control. Mm. So this is a time of sanctifying and molding. And so I really encourage you to not sit around and mope. Mm-hmm. but confess your bitterness to God and then completely let it go. Mm-hmm. And when it returns, cause it probably will <laughs> get mm-hmm. back down on your knees and repeat mm-hmm. the process. Mm-hmm. So you need to actively find ways to be of service and ways mm-hmm. to love unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And above all, we just need to really learn to be thankful. Wow. So, yeah, that's so good. And running from a place where God wants us to stay is never the answer. You're so right. I think I need to write that quote somewhere. Yeah, no, it is never the answer. But it always seems the easiest at the time. Yes, yes, so. it does. And actually, <laughs> yeah, so as I was preparing for this um, podcast, I realized that in God's word, there's a lot of biblical examples of people that God placed in wilderness situations so he could prepare them for further surface. And um, the first one that I thought of because Priscilla Shire actually uses it in her study was the Israelites were in the 40 years 
were 40 years in the wilderness and God was continually testing them and teaching them more about who God was. And then I also thought of Elijah by the brook. I mean, Elijah was pretty faithful to God and yet God put him in a wilderness. So to me, that tells me that sometimes we're in the wilderness, even when, I mean, that might be the center of God's will for us in the, in the wilderness. And Elijah left there a different person. That's actually encouraging because sometimes I feel like, what did I do wrong? Why am I in this wilderness? I right. like how you said that, that he was faithful, right. but he still was sent there. Right. That's good. And then another one I thought of that people might not always think of was David. I mean, he oh, was a shepherd yeah. in the wilderness watching sheep and killing lions and bears and he fought them. And then he was pre- being prepared to fight mm-hmm. the bigger battle mm-hmm. of Goliath. And sometimes I feel like that's the wilderness mm-hmm. for us. We're being prepared for something mm-hmm. to come. And as I moved to the New Testament, um, I thought, of course, of John the Baptist. I mean, he pretty much lived most mm-hmm. of his life in the wilderness. And this was to help keep his heart completely focused on Christ and his mission of pointing others hmm. to Christ. That's good. And then, you know, of course, we have Jesus who spent 40 days in mm-hmm. the wilderness. And um, in Matthew 4, 1, we read that Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So going back to that thing of that wilderness experiences mm-hmm. aren't necessarily accidental mm-hmm. places that we find ourselves. If we're walking with the Lord and allowing ourselves to be directed by the spirit, as much as possible, we might find ourselves in wilderness and wonder why, Hmm. but it might not, you know, it might be that we're supposed to be there on purpose, specifically placed there Mm -hmm. by God. Wow. So Jesus, we don't see anywhere that he complained or placed Mm. blame on anything. Wow. Um, So that's another thing that sometimes we like to blame our situations on other situations or something. Um, but instead he fasted and he prayed. And it seems like in all these examples, God was using these wildernesses either to prepare them for much larger plans Mm -hmm. or for the purpose of growing closer to the father Mm -hmm. or for serving in their particular place. Yeah. And it was not easy for any, I'm I know it wasn't easy for any of them. Wow. So changing to practical ways are there practical ways to find purpose in these kind of seasons, these wildernesses? There are definitely lots of ways to find purpose. They're all over mm-hmm. the place. And I think sometimes we get hidden behind our problems and we aren't looking outward enough yeah. to be able to see them. Yeah. And um, so first of all, I'd like to say, don't sit back in your place and say that you have nothing to share mm-hmm. or offer because of your circumstance, whether it be, yeah, your circumstance, like whether it be kids Mm -hmm. that are rebelling or you don't feel like you're spiritually Mm -hmm. fed or spiritually, you don't feel like you know Mm -hmm. enough or there's some sickness that you're dealing with Mm -hmm. because when our lives aren't perfect, that's when we've gained wisdom Mm -hmm. and through these failures or whatever we've has happened mm-hmm. in our life. Those are the lessons um, we've learned. Yeah, that's so, good. yeah, I really challenge, I, you know, I challenge you to share with others what God has mm-hmm. taught you 
so that they can also mm-hmm. learn. And this really glorifies God and mm-hmm. it blesses you. That's good. So that was the first thing I thought of. Um, another thing was just to ask God to show you someone that you can encourage. So whether you go to, you're going to church or to work or just out in your neighborhood, God will show you people if yeah. you ask him. So, um, and if you are a parent, you can help other parents learn to be better parents. You've probably been through things that all parents are going to go through. And so you can, you know, talk about ways that, that you've done it and whether it worked mm-hmm. or didn't work or anything like that, or even do a small group study mm-hmm. with parents. Um, it's a great idea. My husband and I have done, I think we've done about three or four of these with a group of parents. And every time we've learned so much wow. ourselves and been so blessed. And why don't you live closer to me? <laughs> oh man that sounds amazing yeah it's been good mm-hmm. for us so and the other thing is that you know teach younger women truth mm-hmm. um, I think that's very much emphasized in the mm-hmm. word that we're yeah, to be doing sure. that the other thing that I've done and I didn't have a real heart for this until I got in this wilderness place where I knew I needed to find purpose was just to look out into your community and find a way to help. Mm. Um, For me, this was, it's a big story about how God brought this about, but uh, we don't have time for Mm -hmm. on this podcast. But for me, this all was starting an after school program in a small community that's, that's close to us. And it's been such a blessing to Mm -hmm. my family. Wow. Does sound like a story. Um, yes, it, it really is. Um, also, sign up for a mission team. We have so many different opportunities all around mm-hmm. us. Um, I've been on a lot of different mission teams with my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an eye doctor, so we've gone to lots of different places. And they've been local. They've been foreign. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just puts a whole new perspective on purpose. Mm-hmm. And it shows that God is such has a broader mm-hmm. plan than right in our little yeah. tiny place yeah. that we're at. So, we could almost get sucked into thinking we're the only ones or. <sighs> right. Yeah. Yep. And then the last thing I'm going to leave with you as far as practical ways, is just, and I feel this is the most important is to be a prayer mm-hmm. warrior. You can do this alone mm-hmm. or in a group, but prayer, I can't emphasize how much I've learned about prayer in the last couple of mm-hmm. years and how important it is, and especially to pray for those who might make your desert mm. spot harder. Ouch. So I have to pray for them? <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, it'll do yes. amazing things yeah, for you. So, and just going back to the quote I gave you earlier, that we cannot see miracles unless we are in wilderness mm-hmm. situations that seem right. impossible. Wow. So. Well, I'm glad I have the show notes right in front of me. I could keep this list forever, but um, the rest of them are probably writing, crazily writing all your list. It was such a good list. (laughs) Wow. Well, there's so many things that could be added Mm -hmm. to that list and, but hopefully these will give you a start in Mm -hmm. finding purpose. And just remember God is creative Mm -hmm. and he comes up with really amazing things for us that to give us purpose in. Yeah, so, that's good. and like I said, when I finally realized 
that I needed to selflessly stay in the situation I was in for a time, I started looking for ways to find purpose. And for me, when I feel like I have purpose, I am much more content in the God, the place God has for me. And I think that you will find Mm -hmm. that true, but unfortunately it's not easy. And in fact, it's, it's a daily Mm -hmm. battle for all of us and of dying to self, lots of prayer and constantly reminding myself who God Mm -hmm. is. And, but I know that God's going to use this time Mm -hmm. to grow me and to show me his ways are bigger than mine. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know what the future looks like, but I've been amazed um, at the miracles I have seen. And hopefully in the future, I'll continue to see these God-sized mm-hmm. miracles. Wow. And just during this time, yeah, I mean, I've seen young people's lives of growing and maturing in faith. And I've seen God showing himself to kids in my wow. community. And so, Wow, that's good. God is so good. I just mm-hmm. want you guys to know he's so good mm-hmm. all the time, no matter where wow. we're at. Well, that was really good, Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today and sharing all this wisdom. Um, I know there are words I needed to hear. I'm pretty sure they'll help others too. Is there anything you want to leave us with when we wrap up here? Well, um, yeah, I might just share two verses that have been really helpful to me. Um, in times when it gets hard, just things from God's word that you can remember. And the first verse, everybody knows from Philippians 411. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I speak and res- not that I speak in respect of want for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. And then um, the other verse is Romans 818. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Those are good. So both of those, yeah, have just spoke truth to me. And yeah, I just want to thank you for inviting me to join you. It was great to have you. And thanks so much. Hey, I'm so grateful to have had Kara Stoller on the podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did. And I hope you learned a lot. Next week, we're going to be starting a podcast series titled When Motherhood feels like a wilderness. So I can't wait to see you back next week. And till then, you can always check out my website, learninglittlelessons.com.